0: Today we're going to continue our series on Minecraft and a renewed mind is a changed life. And I want to say that again. A renewed mind is a changed life. I'm going to say it again. I want you to begin to think about it. A renewed mind is a changed life. And we could change our clothes, we could change our car, our hairstyle, but if we don't change the way we think, we will remain the same. And our life will be on repeat where things happen over and over and over again. But we're going to break the cycle. And today, what we're going to share, I believe, could change your life, my life, because a renewed mind, say that with me, a renewed mind is a changed life. Now in Minecraft I just want to say this we have to unlearn some things then we have to relearn. When I came to Christ 41 years ago there was a lot that I had to unlearn and I had to relearn. Now the Bible uh, calls this and they have a metaphor and I want to show you they call it put off And it's mentioned three times in the New Testament where it says, put off the old and that we are to put on the new. Did you get that? And it's mentioned in Romans chapter 6. It's mentioned in Colossians chapter 3 where it literally says, take off that old man and put on the new man. And we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 4. And I just want to say today, it is impossible for you you and I to renew our minds without putting off and putting on. Are you with me? So we're going to learn how to put off, but we're also going to learn how to put on. Did you hear what I just said? You see, some people are trying to put something on, but they never took something off. And you can't put on until you, oh, oh my goodness, this jacket must be tight. Oh my gosh. Okay, everyone say put off, put on. And I've got this, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Sometimes putting off and putting on is not easy. Are you with me? And that's why a lot of us don't do it that often. Okay, let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. And again, we're going to begin to... Learn and unlearn. Learn and unlearn. And today we're talking about changing your clothes. I am going to begin to read in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 to 24. And I want to read from the Amplified Bible, if you don't mind. And it says this. And you go, why? Because it's loud. And it's going to show you some things that you and I need. And again, this is Ephesians chapter 4. And we're starting with verse 17. Here we go. He says, so this I say. And I solemnly affirm together with the Lord. his presence that you must no longer live as the unbelieving Gentiles. I want to say that again. You must not live as the unbelieving Gentiles. I would like to say it another way. The greatest coat that you and I need to take off is unbelief. And you see God does not want us to live like the unbelieving. But when we accept Christ we have to take off unbelieving and we put on believing or trusting in in God, Let's move on. It says, the unbelieving Gentiles, in the futility of their minds. I want you to get this. He's going to talk about their minds, their understanding, and their reasoning. It says, in the futility of their minds. And futility just means emptiness in their soul. For their understanding, their comprehension is darkened. They, they literally can no longer comprehend. And their reasoning is clouded. They are alienated and self-banished. From the life of God, because of the willing, willful ignorance and the spiritual blindness that is deep-seated within them, because of the hardness and insensitivity of their heart. But get this, but you. Did not learn Christ in this way. I want to tell you one of the main reasons. We're going to renew our minds. And remember what Romans 12, 2 said. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. But be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. And we renew our minds simply by that we take off the old. And we put on the new. And I want you to get right here. It says this. But you did not learn Christ in this way. In fact, if you have really heard of him and have been taught by him, just as the truth is in Jesus, his revealed in his life and personified in him, that regarding, get this, your previous life, put off the old self. Say that with me. Put off the old self. Let's say it again. Put off the old self. Do it one more time. He says, put off the old self and completely discard your former nature, which is being uh, corrupted or polluted, absolutely rotten from the core to core. And he goes on through the deceitfulness of desires and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh and untarnished mental and spiritual attitude, and put on the new self. Say that. That with me, say put on, put on. say put off. put off. He says, Put off the old self, put on the new self. And I love what it says the regenerated and renewed nature, created in God's image and Godlike in righteousness and holiness of the truth, living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. So, say this with me, say put off, put, off. put on. And he's not just saying put off anything. He's saying put off the old that we can put on the new. He says put off that old that you and I could put on the new. And this is absolutely the number one principle in renewing your mind. Now, let me begin to show you, and I've heard of this concept for 41 years. And I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a type of guy, I could wear the same shirt. in the same jeans for a year straight. And and I I don't like changing my outfits. And and, and now Becky is the complete opposite. If she's coming to church, a party, an event, especially if she has to speak, all right? Like today, she was leading in generosity. She tries on at least three to five outfits. So she takes it off. She puts another one on. She takes that one off. She puts it on. And she comes and she, I have to be the judge. Do you like this one? Yeah, it looks great. Well, I don't know if I like it. Then she puts another And and then she puts on another one. And then after she settles on the outfit, then she goes to the shoes. And she tries on three pairs of shoes. Now, I don't know if you know this. You can't put a new pair of shoes on if you're still wearing the old shoes. Are you with me? And, and so Paul is using this metaphor that we put off the old and we put on the new. Are you with me? He said put off the old because we have to put on the new. Now, I also used to think that God really did most of this. I want you to think of this analogy. And it's a little bit gross, but I have to use it. When the boys were little, probably about two years old, like Rio, he's now three. And he was at the house and uh, we say, Rio, he's still being potty trained. Uh, His dad was potty trained at the age of 13. (laughs) So we're praying for him. And so I kid you not, we go, Rio, did you make a poopy? He go, I not made a poopy. I said, Rio, I could smell you from here. (laughs) BB, come and change him. Now, Let me tell you, we do not just put a new diaper over the soil diaper. Do you hear what I said? We do not put a new diaper on the soil diaper. When we were potty training our children, they said, let them pick out the underwear. Jude was the first one. He goes, I want Superman underwear. We said, okay, you can't mess on Superman. Well, guess what? He messed on Superman. Well, we didn't go get Batman underwear and put him on the dirty Superman underwear underwear. You said, what did you do with the soiled uh, Superman underwear? Well, I threw him in the trash. Can I tell you? <laughs> and Becky goes, no, let's walk. I go. I'm not touching that. Can I tell you right now, Paul is saying that we are to put off that old man, get this, that's being corrupted or that is rotten through and through. That old nature is so rotten, he cannot, you cannot put on something that is so powerful and so new. And can I tell you, in the Bible, garments have a significant. And I don't know if you've ever known the first place that God actually clothed someone. You see, Adam and Eve disobeyed God. And you said, where did this old self come from? The old self came because when God made the first couple, they were perfect in every way. But they disobeyed God. And then all of a sudden, they felt shame. And the Lord God went to look for them. And they said, he said, Adam, where are you? And God wasn't asking that because he didn't know where he was. He was asking them that question to awaken within him reality. And he said, where are you? He said, we're hiding. Why are you hiding? Did you eat from the tree? He said, it's the woman that you gave me. Men still do that today. What's wrong? Oh, it's the woman you gave me. Come on. And I kid you not, they clothed themselves with leaves, but then God said, That is not sufficient. I am going to clothe you in the clothing of the innocent. Can I say right now, in our minds, it is time to put off, and it is time to put on. Can you say amen? amen. Everyone say, Put off, put off the, old. the old, put on the new. Now I want to go back to this. It says here, it says, regarding your previous way of life, you put off your old self, completely discard your former nature, which is being corrupted through deceitful desires, and be continually renewed. Say that with me. Continually renewed. Say that with me. Continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh and an untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. I want my mind to have a freshness about it. I don't want it tarnished in the way I experience that. I have to take something off, and then therefore I put something on. Now you need to get this. You need to get this. You see, when the boys were little, we would change their clothes, not just their diapers. We would put pajamas on them in the morning when they wake up. We'd wash their face. And then we put the day clothes on. And then if they went outside, we put play clothes on them. But we had to do the changing. You know what I think has been a deception for me and maybe some of you? Throughout the years, we've accepted Christ. We came into a relation with Christ. But yet, a lot of the old Jude is still around. And I think one of the reasons is that I was expecting God to begin to change my mind like I used to change the boys when we would put their pajamas on or when we would put their play clothes on or their street clothes on can I tell you right now it's not God's job to change your mind it's your job to put off and to put on in a major picture it's a metaphor that Paul is using that we will never renew our minds and if we don't renew our minds then we're not going to change our lives and I think some of us have just gotten tired we say about Christianity and Christ well I tried it it didn't work no it works if you renew your mind and the number one way we renew our mind is you got to put off the old and put on the new. Are you with me? That we have to put that off. And God commands us to do this. No, I want you to say this when you say put off and say put on. And I cannot put this nice Patagonia jacket on if I have this old blue jean jacket on. I have to take it off. Now you must know this. If Paul commands us to put off, then put on, then God has gifted us, graced us to do that very thing. You do not have to live a life with unfiltered thoughts any longer. There's a lot of noise in a lot of people's heads today. And the reason why is everything they think Everything they feel, everything that's in their personality, they think, they do not have control over it, and it leads to confusion. If you or I are in any mental state of confusion, we have not put off the old, and we have not put on the new, or we're trying to put on the new over the old, and you would never, ever, ever put a clean diaper on a soil diaper, because that's not right. God has gifted us to put off that old thinking. Come on. And put on something new everyone say put off say put on say unlearn relearn say unlearn relearn Uh, one of the boys called me yesterday and we were talking he said dad I'm not in a good headspace I'm not in a good headspace and so we started talking through can I tell you right now have you ever been in a place that you would say the same thing I'm not in a good headspace Okay, thank you for that witness, thank you for that witness. Thank you right there. I mean, have you ever been in a bad headspace, You know what you have to do? So I started doing it with him. I said, hey, you have to put that feeling off right now and you have to begin to have a new perspective about what's happening in the world and in your life. Can anyone can preach the world is ending and everything is negative. It takes a believing heart to trust God in the midst of pain and hell and difficulty. And you know what I love about the renewed mind? The renewed mind doesn't say ignore the pain. Ignore what happened to you. But it does say, come on, put it off that you could put on faith, hope, and joy, and love. You cannot wear depression and hope at the same time. We cannot wear anger bitterness unforgiveness and forgiveness and trust at the same time are you with me I want to put off anger I want to put off bitterness I want to put off fault finding how many of you know a fault finder how many of you are that fault finder come on he says put that off and put on say it with me say put off say put on on. let's go back to Ephesians I want to show you some and Paul writes this what are some signs that you and I have not put off and we have not put on I want to go and read with you uh, some scriptures about putting off and putting on and it is in Ephesians chapter 4 and we're going to read 25 to 32 it says therefore and this is how you can tell say it one more time say put off Put 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 on say it again One more time. Now, I I want you to know this. He didn't say put on the new and improved you. He didn't say put on the better you. He didn't say put it on only when you feel like it. He says put off that corrupt, polluted, rotten to the core old you, and you put on the new you, and the new you actually isn't you. It's Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Now, this is a sign that I have not changed my clothes in a while. Now, get this. This is what he says. Therefore, verse 25, putting away lying, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor. For we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. It's one of my favorite scriptures. I love this scripture. Is there anyone out there that could get angry? Now, let me just tell you, everybody gets angry. Some of them, like me, you're a bull in a china cabinet. (laughs) Others, you you implode. You're like an ostrich. Your, Your anger is on the inside. Mine is on the inside and the outside. And the thing that I love about Christ in Paul writing this, he said, be angry so you can process You could vent a little bit, you could grieve, you could get mad at the situation, and I'm I'm thinking, yes, I love this, and do not sin, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. When I was thinking about this this week, I felt like the Lord said, you tell the people that it's okay for them to mourn, to grieve, uh, to go through a season of mistrust, but there is a time limit on that. If a year later you're still purging and processing, you have not taken off that old nature. Are you with me? And I don't want a perpetual feeling of resentment, of bitterness, of fault finding. I cannot love people and be bitter with people at the same time. And another thing, God does not want us to mix and match. He doesn't want us to have a little bit of bitterness and a little bit of forgiveness. A little bit of fault finding and a little bit of trust. God says, no, take that off and put on the new man. Can you say amen? Amen. So let's continue to read this. I love this so much. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole still no longer, but rather let him labor working with his hands what is good. Why? That he may have something to give to him who has need. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that you may impart grace to the Hearers get this and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness say that with me. Let all All how much? How much? See what he's saying. You can let 50% of the bitterness go, but you cannot put on another jacket. I'll never forget. We were, uh, we would go, the boys mainly saw Disney movies growing up. When they got to be 13, 14, and 15, they said, Dad, all our friends are going to see this PG-13. So they would go online. They said, said, Dad, there's only a few uh, bad words and there's only a few of this scene or that scene. So we had a dog at that point. I said, boys, do you want some brownies? They said, yeah. So I made some brownies. I went and got some of Sparky's feces in the backyard, just a little bit, and put it in the brownies. And I said, boys, are you going to eat these brownies? And they said, no dad are you crazy look what you put in there and I said yeah I thought you said a little bit didn't hurt God doesn't want pollution in our soul Come on, everybody wants a clean, green planet. I want a clean, green mind. Are you with me? But to get that, I'm going to have to put something off. And to put it off, I'm going to have to put something on. And I'm not, it's not a new outfit. I'm putting on Jesus Christ. Are you with me? So everyone say put off. Say, put on. Okay, let's finish reading this. And I love this. It says, all bitterness, wrath, anger, and clamor. Now, if you look in the Amplified, the word clamor, they said, perpetual animosity, resentment, strife, and fault finding. And it goes on. He says, it's an evil speaking to be put away from uh, you with all malice and be kind to one another. Everyone say, "Be be kind. Say it again. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ has forgiven you. One more time. Everyone say, put off. Put, off. put, on. put on. Say, unlearn. unlearn. Re-learn. Relearn. Now, I want to tell you one of my favorite things, okay, is my grandsons in watching them dress up, all right, in their superheroes outfit. And I want you to know, I would love to tell you, by the way, uh, this shirt didn't just jump on me today. I had to put it off. I took off one T-shirt that I slept in to put on this new T-shirt. Are you with me? And and so God is not going to come and put off and put on for you. If you are stuck in a cul-de-sac in your mind in your thinking, it's because you have not put off and you have not put on. And I'd like to tell you, and I want you to see, uh, I'd like to say it's easy to mentally put off. It's not. You said, when did you, and really, my life is like the guy who wears the black t shirt, the black jeans, and the white tennis shoes. I could wear it every day. You'd say, where did you get that old man? Well, it was passed down from generation to generation. And you see, this is outward. I can change it fairly e- with ease. However, that said, that's not that easy with the old man. Old feelings, old desires, all old thought patterns start coming up, and it's on the inside, it would be like taking my skin off my body. However, there is, hear me, there is an anointing. There is a grace right now. If Paul commanded you and I to put off and then put on, then there is an anointing for you to take something off. Because some of us, I don't know about you, Becky has a ring that it was her mom's, her grandmother's, and a great-grandmother. And she could take that off and she'll pass it on to Lucy. And that's a good thing. Can I tell you, there are things in our mind that have been passed on from generation to generation to generation. But when we get born again, We have power to put that off and then put on the new. And I would love to say you just have to do it once a day. And I know you may not like it and I don't like it either, but there's multiple times I have to become like Becky and put on and put off and put on and put off and put on and put off, put off and put on 10 times a day. Is there anyone out there that's hearing what I'm saying? How many of you like the way you used to think and you used to live before Jesus Christ? The number one garment I have to put off is unbelieving. Oh, I'm going to say that again. The number one garment I have to put off is unbelieving. You know, when I was first born again and I was 20, I had dumb faith. But when you become 60 and you walk with the Lord, your faith becomes intelligent. And all of a sudden, you don't want to step out and trust God anymore. How many of you ever you say, I'm tired of believing God for money? Well, Merry Christmas. Take that off and put on a new coat. Amen are you with me okay everyone say put off off. say put put on okay I want to show you this you cannot put on this new jacket it's a Patagonia jacket if you still have the old on, my favorite thing, I want you to get this, that I love that the boys do. Rio and Jack will come to the house and they'll put their Spider-Man outfit on. And when they put their Spider-Man outfit on, they actually think they're Spider-Man. And Rio will go around the house and goes, i Spider-Man. Shh, shh. You know, and, and so, or they will put on a stormtrooper or a Luke Skywalker, and they actually think they become the superhero. Now, I want you to follow me. Ephesus was a very spiritual city. And when Paul was pinning these words, it's to the church at Ephesus. And he starts off in chapter 1. He begins to say walk worthy of the Lord. Then he has the seven ones. One Lord. One baptism. One God. Father of all. Above all. Then he comes and he says this do not live like unbelieving people whose minds have become empty because there's so much noise in their head. Their headspace is not good. Why? Because they do not have a filter. And there is a filter that will get every virus out of the computer of your mind and it is the word of God and not only the word of God you have the Holy Spirit in you are you with me? And you see, this is what we try to do. We try to do like Adam and Eve. We try to clone ourselves with a leaf. But if a leaf is picked from a tree, soon it's going to die. I, my friend Rick Altig used to say to the boys, have you ever eaten a living apple? And he, would, they had an apple tree, and he would take them, they would get a ladder, and they would take a bite of the apple when it's still on the tree. Can I tell you right now, when something's disconnected from life, it begins to rot. It becomes decomposed. That is the old man. You could take a living body and connect it to a dead corpse, and the dead corpse will make the living body die. I am not living that way. I'm not going to live like I'm dead. I've been made alive. Amen. Everyone say, put off say put on. So the first mention of clothing, God comes and he clothes them in animal skins, the clothing of another. Now in in Ephesus, really what he's talking about, I don't know if you know this, but he's talking about a coat. And that's what put off means that you strip yourself of a coat. And in the Bible, they would use this. Instead of a coat, they would use the word mantle. And if someone had a mantle, for example, remember the king, the Persian king, they have Mordecai. And he said, how how can I honor him? And he said, put the king's robe or coat or mantle. And so when Mordecai went through the streets of uh, that kingdom, they began to see that he had the honor of the king. Another time a um, coat uh, was thrown, Elijah's coat or mantle was thrown on Elisha and he got a double portion. Let me tell you something. When, we, when you and I, if we do not put off we then rob ourselves or we neutralize the greatest thing that we've ever been given. If I don't put off the old Jude, I cannot experience and it's not experiencing a new Jude. And you improved Jude. It is experiencing Jesus Christ. When you put off, all of a sudden it's easier to put on Jesus Christ. You have his coat on. You have his mantle on. You have his righteousness on. And it's not you. It's not an improved you. It is Jesus. And when you have Jesus, the only perfect sinless man, then you can overcome anything in this life. Are you with me on that? Everyone say, put off. off. Say, put on. on. And when I put off the old you, then I put on Jesus, then I'm tenderhearted. I'm kind. My words build up. They don't tear down. And I have to do that probably about a hundred times a day. How many of you know the right thing to do, but you just don't want to do it? How many of you say, you know, what would Jesus do? It's like, I don't want to know what Jesus would do. (laughs) I just want to know what Jude wants to do right now. The band's going to come up. I want to pray for us today. You know it's amazing? You know, I want you to think about this. To me, it's not just sin. I've known people who have had long-term illnesses that it hinders their lifestyle. And maybe they come to a Thursday night prayer and God begins to heal their body. And even though their body feels well and healed, their mind hasn't changed. And I know of a man that he was supposed to die before he was 20. And he got healed in a church service. And when he got healed, he went home and he would still, his mind still thought he was sick. So when he started doing every morning, because he had no strength to get out of bed, he'd make himself get out of bed And then he had changed his clothes. And even if he could stay up for three minutes, he would do it three minutes. Then a week would pass, a month would pass. And the next thing he knew, he was living a normal life. And that man lived all the way until he was 87 years old. And he said he had to begin to put off. That mentality of being sick. He had to put off that mindset that he was going to die prematurely and begin to put on a new mindset. I'm healed. Uh, Can I say if someone has been out of work or maybe they were demoted if you will on a job the greatest thing and it's not just replacing hear me negative thoughts with Bible verses. That is a major part of it. Please hear me if you and I have no filter There's going to be a lot of bad head space. I'll say it, there'll be so much noise, you will not hear God. And I love what Paul said in the beginning of the the verses. He said, you have not been taught by Christ in this way. You know why we need a renewed mind? That we can prove that good, that pleasing, that perfect will of God. Can I say right now? I want to put off and put on. I'm entering into, and I want you to join me in the next 30 days, the school of the Holy Spirit. And I want to begin to hear His voice, respond to His leading, and I simply want to live a life of obedience. But I cannot do that if I'm constantly putting the old, I have the old on and trying to put new on old. God wants me to put that off. Uh I know of someone at work, it wasn't a pleasant thing for them they changed their dress they started coming to work they would dress up like they were working for microsoft amazon can i say right now some of you need to change your activity you need to change the way you dress yeah maybe you prayed and maybe you read your bible and that's great but i think it's time to put off that hurt put off that rejection put off that mindset and put on a new mind you see when you're in middle school you dress like a middle schooler but when you get into high school you're going to dress like a high schooler when you get into college i hope you dress like you're in college one of my big problems with my wardrobe i was looking at some pictures of myself and i thought dear lord you're 61 and it looks like you're dressing like you're 21 can i say sometimes we have to put off an old season to put on the new season are you with me Amen. Will you stand up with me? I want to ask you if you will join me the next 30 days, and this actually daily, maybe multiple times a day, we're going to put off and then we're going to put on. Can you say that with me? We're going to put off and we're going to put on. Is there anyone here that you've gotten angry, but in your anger, you sinned? You let the sun go down on your wrath, meaning you went past the time frame. And that's not a good thing that means you're still wearing something that's probably hurtful and I don't know about you but I know how to nurse in anger when I'm mad about something I'll get a big bottle and feed it and that's not God's way he wants me to actually put that off to put on righteousness are you with me how many of you say you want to in the next 30 days to renew your mind by putting off and putting on just raise your hand I want to pray for us, and I'm going to have another prayer. Father, here we come, and we don't want to be in a bad headspace, God. We don't want an unfiltered mind and emotion and feeling. God, we don't want our understanding. That's our ability to comprehend. God, we don't want our mental thinking and processes, Lord, to become insensitive and really broken. God, we come right now by the anointing and the grace of Jesus Christ. We put off that former way of thinking, that former way of feeling, those habits, those uh, addictions, we put that off, and now we put on the Lord Jesus Christ. We're not putting on a better us. We're not putting on a better form of us. We are putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. God, we have his righteousness. We have his coat. We have his mantle. And God, we thank you for that. And we are being renewed day by day, in the spirit of our mind, and we will have a fresh mental attitude in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name. Now, 30 days, and I'd like to tell you you only have to do this once, it's a lifestyle. It's forever. I have to constantly put off that I can put on. Now, in a moment, I'm gonna count to three. We can't even put something on And we will not have the power to take the old self off unless we have yielded to Jesus Christ. We will be like the first couple. We will try to put our best foot forward. They covered themselves with the lead. But God came in and says, I'm going to do for you what you cannot do for yourself. And you see that old self became corrupt because of sin because of selfishness, because of the independent, I want to do what I want to do. And we died on the inside. And you know what you do with buried people? You bury them. And you see, to put off and put on comes to a relationship with Jesus Christ. Not only believing in him as God, but where we come and we say, he is the Lord of my life. I believe in my heart. I say it with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. You know what that's like? It's like Mario. Now Now, it's pretend. Literally, he puts on Spider-Man. He thinks he's transformed into Spider-Man. thats That's a game. This is a high reality. Your life can change because you put off that old person but then on the inside of you Jesus Christ comes and he lives big in you and if Jesus is living in you you are more than a conqueror in Jesus name. If you need to accept Jesus Christ really for the first time you're yielding to his lordship. I'm going to count to three and I want you to raise your hand and you're just saying Jesus I accept you. Jesus I surrender to you. If that's you on three raise Raise your hand. One, two, three. Now raise your hand right now. Thank you, ma'am, right there in the back. Thank you over there. Thank you. Thank you, son. Clap right now. Just keep your hand raised. Keep your hand raised. I know when it happened to me. Jesus Christ came into my heart. It was my last night, but without Jesus, I was so hungover. 24 hours later, I'm in a church, and I raised my hand just like you, And I'm telling you, the ability to put stuff off and then put Christ on was supernatural. So everybody pray this with me: Say, Jesus, forgive me. Come into my life. Come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. I thank you now. You are in me. Your righteousness clothes me. And I am a new person in Jesus Christ. Amen. We so appreciate you spending time with us. If you'd like to invest into what God is doing through City Church California, you can go to our website, citychurchca.com, and click Give. Thanks again, and we hope to see you at one of our campuses this Sunday.